You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. the Black Catholic Initiative radio show and podcast here at the Archdiocese Chicago. My name is Father Michael Trail, and I'm honored to be the host here, and I also am honored to serve as the pastor of St. Thomas the Apostle Catholic Church in the historic Hyde Park neighborhood of Chicago. You can find our podcast, the Black Catholic Initiative, uh, anywhere that you can find your podcast, and also on our YouTube channel here at the Archdiocese Chicago at Catholic Chicago. We'll also be uh, on the radio at WNDZ 750 AM. I'm honored to be joined here today uh, by uh, a guest and a longtime, uh, a longtime uh, supporter and, and do it, do someone who does a lot of good work in the Archdiocese of Chicago, uh, Valerie Jennings, who uh, is now uh, coordinator for uh, the Congress 13th uh, initiative here in the Archdiocese of Chicago. Welcome, Valerie. Hello. Good nice. afternoon. It is nice to see you. <laughs> Good to see you. Good to be here. So, Valerie, the reason why you're here today, um, because I think it's exciting for for us to hear uh, about uh, Congress 13, uh, a prophetic call to thrive. For those of you who are are familiar but maybe need a little bit of a refresher, uh, Congress is a national gathering uh, that takes place every five years. And so it's a time for us to, um, as black Catholics, to come together nationally and to Celebrate who we are and whose we are, and all our and all the great things that's happening in uh, in our culture and indeed in our church. And so Valerie is kind of coordinating uh, the work here on the Chicago level, and so she's here today to speak to us about Congress in general, and then all the components and uh, pieces that come with Congress. So, Valerie, again, welcome. And so, tell us a little bit about Congress. Uh, well, this is the thirteenth um, Black Catholic Congress. It started in. Uh, 1889, who can you imagine what Black Catholics were doing back then? And now we've moved forward um, to where we are in 2022. Uh, the Catholic uh, Black Catholic Congress uh, was to be held last year, but due to, uh, due to COVID, of course, it had to, um, be, de- uh, had to be delayed. Um, this is an interesting um, piece on um, for the National Black Catholic uh, Congress. It, the theme for it is Right to Vision, A Prophetic Call to Thrive. And interestingly enough, um, we just recently uh, had one of the readings for uh, the 26th um, Sunday in Ordinary Time. The first reading was Habakkuk. And Habakkuk was an, is an interesting uh is an interesting part of the Bible, which we don't uh, read very often. Right. Um, but part of it, I'll just give you an idea in terms of talking about this uh, this vision. Part of uh, that, the, the vision says, you know, 
um, the thing for it is that it's a prophetic call to thrive. And as you know, we have all been through quite a bit in the archdiocese, especially in the Black Catholic community. Yes, we have, yeah with uh, Renew My Church and all of the major changes that happened. There were a lot of prophetic voices that came through that helped us to uh, become what we are striving to be for the future. Right. Um, as you already know, there, you know, there are nine Black Catholic churches that, that remain, uh, and they're pretty solid churches. So a lot of those voices are talking exactly about what Habakkuk talks about in that reading. Right. And then basically it's, it says here to, uh, to basically make it plain. He says, write down the vision clearly upon the tablet right. so that one can read it readily. And it's not talking about running away mm. from uh, the vision. It's, it's embracing it because we're all having to uh, realize that, there are changes that have happened here in Chicago. So the first part of this particular day of reflection that we're going to have reflects mainly on, you know, the state of Black Catholics in Chicago. Yeah. So we're going to take up some time to talk a little bit about that day of reflection, which is being scheduled for November the 19th. Great. Uh, we still are trying to uh, find a location that would be suitable because going to be opened up to every single black Catholic that would like to attend in the city of Chicago and suburbs. Um, so uh, from there, you know, hopefully we will be able to, you know, impart upon people, this is what's happened, but how are we going to move forward? Right. And a lot of the things that this particular day of reflection is, is asking us to do is to talk about how are we as, as black Catholics, how are we going to move forward? And because of Renew My Church, I keep telling folks, I said, you know what? We are ahead of the game to a degree because we have just gone through a momentous change mm -hmm. and um, which called us and challenged us to actually talk about where we go in, our, in these newly reconfigured parishes right. uh, with all of these different structural changes that we've had. So that's... Uh, that's kind of like the, 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 the essence of what the day of reflection is going to be about. We'll talk about the state of where we are right. and how we're going to move forward into the future based on, um, on some of the structural changes that we, were, we had to make. Right. There was no other way that we could, you know, we can't, we would not be able to continue to thrive if we hadn't made some of those changes that we made here. And they were painful changes. They so, were, yeah. We're going to acknowledge those changes on that day. Great, great. You know, I think it's a it's important just to kind of help help our listeners and, and viewers understand how how the how the larger Congress works in terms of its structure and the way in which uh, feedback is brought to the larger Congress. Because the way that Congress works is that Congress is a, is a national gathering with all the Black Catholics in the United States. So not just here in Chicago, but um, mm -hmm. Raleigh, North Carolina, New York, uh, Philadelphia, w Washington D.C. Los Angeles, California, every single diocese um, that has black Catholics represented, and I would argue that almost every, if not every diocese has black Catholics represented, um, a vast majority of them, um, that that there are these das and days that happen, and that's the thing that you're talking about now, is that this, mm -hmm. this day of reflection where um, where we can really look at our, our own diocese in, in the context here of Chicago and say, 
what is taking place in our black Catholic community here. You know, and you mentioned some of that stuff so well. You know, talk about the 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 joys and pains of Renew My Church, the kind of the state mm-hmm. of where we are currently. And then mm-hmm. taking what we've learned here in terms of our own diocese and our own archdiocese here in Chicago, and then the other diocese around the United States are doing those things as well, correct? Yeah, well, you know, the, here's here's the thing. Our, the changes here in Chicago were so dramatic mm. okay. that some, you know, all it, black Catholics throughout the United States are saying, how did you do that? Mm. I've been in different conversations with folks from all over the country saying, how did you all go from where you were with all of those churches right. to where you are now? And it, and I just I started trying to break it down to them. Mm-hmm. And because they know that they're facing the same thing. So the things that we've already faced is what they're, they know that they are just, you know, having to start to deal with now. Right. It's just that, you know, we're just on the other side of the curve and, you know, we don't have all the answers yet, but we are a lot further along the path of doing renewal and, 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 and restructuring than the rest of the country. Right. Right. Um, because I think, I think in many ways, what Renew My Church has done for, for the entire RCRCs, but even in the black community, as you mentioned, it has called us to really um, look critically and I mean critically in a good and healthy way, to look critically and say, mm-hmm. okay, what are ways in which we can be stronger together as a church and not fall into these silos and say, what's well, my little parish and my little corner, but, you know, how can we look at, you know, what we're doing um, together as as a church, you know, and especially for us as black Catholics, you know, what are we doing as, as, a, as a community and how can we be supportive of one another, not just in our parishes, but in the, in the larger context? Well, here is, you know, I think the the thing that so uh, that people have had to get over is that it's no longer well just my church, mm. it's our church, <laughs> right? And we have to figure out a way. We have to find a way through a lot of prayer because that was one of the things that happened in the Renew My Church process. It got us all engaged in everything that we did from the moment that we would start a, a discernment and decision process, right? we always started and grounded everything in prayer. Mm -hmm. And in this day of reflection for the Congress, we are all starting out in that same manner. So if this will not, this day of reflection will not be foreign, this process, this format will not be foreign to the people here in Chicago because we're taking it right from scripture. Great. Is that we're basically saying, you know, put your name on it. Right. You know, Write down what's on your heart. What is it that you want for your for your community? How do you want it to look moving forward? Right. Um, I was I was reading uh, this book by uh, Vernon Jordan, and it was called Make It Plain. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's Make It Plain is um is a way that in especially in in the black church in general, right. that when the preacher gets up to preach. You know, you have this call and this response, and someone out there, one of those prophetic voices says to the preacher, okay, now, make it plain, preacher. Make it plain. <laughs> right. And Habakkuk is asking us to do that very thing, is to write it down, and that it will not disappoint, because every time, you know, that 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 
someone like yourself who is making that call out to us to respond to something, right. you know, we need to make it plain. We need to make it plain to all of those who might not be on the inside of all of the things that are happening. So we need to make it plain enough for the people of God can really and truly understand where what we're being called to do. We're being called to uh, to to be brothers and sisters to each other, but we're also being called to make disciples. Yeah, and I think I think that I love I love the theme of the of the Congress. You know, this upcoming year is. You know that that prophetic that prophetic call to thrive. You know, because that's the whole point that that I think that the Lord wants for us. You know, the Lord wants us to thrive and to be our authentic self, our true self, our black self, our Catholic self. Mm-hmm. And so to to come together at, at the Congress and beforehand, even at this day of reflection on November nineteenth, to to see to be plain and to say, okay, how how is it that that God is putting this prophetic call on our own hearts to as a community just mm-hmm. to, to thrive? You know, and to celebrate what God is doing in our life and in our community. It's our opportunity to um, to reawaken, mm. to repledge, uh, to redirect right. our thoughts, to uh, our feelings and our ideals, and whatever our dreams are, we can still dream. Absolutely, we can still dream about our the church that we would like to see happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I I still believe in dreams because you know, dr- you know, <laughs> I hate to say it from Walt Disney is that a dream is a wish your heart makes right. Right. And what's on it's it's what's on our hearts. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Where do we go from here? What are we going we we cuz we know those we all know the statistics. They're dismal, uh-huh. but it doesn't mean that it's the end. Right. Right. And I think that takes a that takes a lot of it takes a lot of hope, that takes a lot of courage to 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 really believe that in your own heart and in your own mind and to be able to um just to to be able to to live in that confidence, you know, I love, I, we're talking about our readings that we heard from this last weekend, you know, like, you know, it's in the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy that we heard, it's Paul talks yeah. to Timothy about like not having a spirit of cowardice, you know, and so that's, that's what we're called yeah. to, we're called to live in that confidence of love and grace that God has given us. You know, you about, can't be chicken. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to take a you, bit of, you cannot be chicken if you love the Lord. Absolutely. We're going to take a you quick know. we're going to take a quick break right now and we're going to come back and we're going to continue our conversation about Congress 13 okay. a prophetic okay. call to thrive. Okay, thank you. On Saturday, October 8th, Catholic Charities and the Archdiocese of Chicago will gather with other religious and civic organizations in a rally against domestic violence. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Join us as we rally, walk, and stand in prayer, saying no to domestic violence. 
The rally will be held at St. Catherine Drexel Parish, 91st Street and Stony Island Avenue in Chicago from 9 to 11 a.m. Registration begins at 8.30. For more information, call 312-948-6529. That's 312-948-6529. Let's raise awareness and work together to stop domestic violence. year 44 for me teaching when I started here there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student now I'm the old person <laughs> right now I teach junior high math I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill people are always amazed what what you're here for 44 years it's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Catholic Charities offers a wide variety of volunteer opportunities to those who want to share their time and help us serve people in need. Whether it's stocking the shelves of our food pantries, helping refugees learn the English language, tutoring school-aged children, becoming a mentor to young adults, sorting clothes in our clothing rooms, serving hot meals to those who are facing homelessness, or delivering meals and making cards to lift the spirits of our homebound seniors, we are deeply grateful to all those who want to join in our mission of mercy. Volunteer opportunities are updated weekly for people of all ages at ccofchicagovolunteer.com or just call us at 312-655-7053. That's 312-655-7053. Thank you for helping us follow Jesus' call to serve our neighbors in need. Welcome back to the Black Catholic Radio Show here at the Archdiocese Chicago, where we're talking about Black Catholic issues that affect the Archdiocese Chicago. My name is Father Michael Trail, and we're continuing our conversation with Valerie Jennings, who is the coordinator for Congress 13 here, uh, our local uh, delegate here in Chicago. Um, again, welcome back, Valerie. We just had a great conversation mm -hmm. talking about, uh, from the larger perspective, about you know, kind of some themes and uh, what it means for us on the local level. You know, we talked a little bit about how we're going to have a day of reflection on November 19th uh, for the Archdiocese of Chicago to prepare ourselves to get ready for the larger Congress. Valerie, I know you've been on, um, you've been in talks with a larger planning committee for Congress uh, on the national level. Could you maybe uh, give some people a little bit of an insight of what Congress is, is going to look like, you know, when it actually happens? Where is it going to be? When is it going to be? Just kind of, for those who have never been to Congress, kind of give them a little bit of a taste and flair of, of what, what to expect. Well, you know, the, and before just before I get to that, I'm just going to share with you what is going to happen 
in the second half of the day because it's a whole day um, oh great piece great. that first part is all about uh, this uh, the state of black Catholics here in Chicago but the second half is where we get into the the meat and, and potatoes of the day of reflection mm. which is where we will submit a uh, a plan for an uh, a reflection of where Chicago is and then it will be combined with all of the other plans from all over the United States. And that's when we get into the grind of, um, of that reading from Habakkuk, which is the very last part. For the vision still has its time, presses on to fulfillment, and will not disappoint. Mm. If it delays, wait for it. We know we're an impatient kind of people. Yes, we are. And we want things to happen now. We, <laughs> we wanted, wanted it, ye- we wanted it yesterday. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so, but the thing is, it's about being patient and being prayerful and asking questions and leaning in to each other to find out what what is it that, you know, where do you see uh, this moving in terms on a larger scale? Mm-hmm. Because we know that we're all in the same place together. Right. So that will form um, the information that we will submit to Congress. So now once this information moves forward to Congress, we'll submit a written document very much like the discernment and decision document that we that we sent to um, yeah. the executive committee for the Archdiocese of Chicago when right. our all of our parishes were, were going through uh, that particular process. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much like that. It's about listening. It's about, you know, where, you know, what kind of actions will it take? to get to this place that you want to be. Um, There's a lot of parishes that have a lot of great ideas, but how will you get there? And so part of it is that, you know, what kind of resources will it take to go where we need to go? How will we be able to really truly and become real disciples through evangelization without resources? So that's pretty much where we're headed. So now we will be submitting some of those same things that other archdiocese uh, representatives will be uh, submitting. I see. So now once, once we get, once, once we, all of that is submitted, which will um, be finalized in February into a, like a kind of like a, a draft document. Here's where the Congress is going to, to go and move forward. The uh, Congress itself will be held in Harbor, Maryland, okay. at the Gaylord Hotel, uh, it's called the National Harbor, and it's July 20th through the 23rd. Um, youth will be involved. Um, it's You're expected to, if you have youth, you'd like to see some of those youth participate in the Congress, yeah. because there would definitely will be places for them to participate and to share what it is that they want, because matter of fact, they should, to me, this is just my opinion, they should be really at the front of all of this. Absolutely. Because they're the ones that's going to move the church forward. Mm -hmm. It may not always look like we want it to look or like it has looked, and it can't if we want to thrive. Right. And that is part of, you know, part of the Congress's language is that we want to thrive as a church. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, so it's, you know, you're talking about three to four days of really tough work. So there will be youth involved. There will be clergy involved. There will be uh, delegates 
from all over the United States converging on Harbor, the National Harbor, uh, Maryland site at the Gaylord Hotel to talk about all of the things that we know that are really at the tipping points, especially in our communities. And most of our communities, whatever happens here in Chicago, you better believe it's pretty much the same if not worse in some other places. Right. No, you're right. You know, as you mentioned earlier, we're, we're very, in some senses, you know, we, we we had the courage to be able to have the foresight and forethought and just take that holy courage to be able to have these difficult conversations um, that were so very necessary, you know, instead of just kind of turning a blind eye and letting things just kind of happen. It, it takes a real courage. It takes a real courageousness to be able to say, okay, here's what we can do to, to make, make the Black Catholic Church stronger, you know, at least here in Chicago. And so the fact that we can have that same kind of courage on a national level and say, okay, what can we do to make make our church stronger, uh, make our make our people thrive more more abundantly mm-hmm. as the Lord wants us to do? Um, th- those are tough conversations, but I think are really good ones. And the fact that we can have that in the midst of Congress, where we can be together as a community, you know, and to celebrate who we are, to celebrate the gifts that God has given us through our culture, through through the way in which uh, through the church, uh, I think those those are really uh, good good and helpful moments. Well, you know, Father, um, I was part of a, mo- the vast majority of those conversations in Vicariate 6. And right. It, it, um, it, it, it could be, there were moments when I wondered, will we have a church left here in Chicago? Mm, mm, well, we honest. do, but I, and I, and in my heart of hearts, I, I really and truly do believe that the work that we did has set us up for, future success. Absolutely. It set us up in a way that some of us can't see it right now, mm-hmm. but as it says in, in, in Habakkuk, you know, if it delays, wait for it, it will surely come. It mm. will not be late, mm. but we also have to hold people accountable. Right. It's not, we just can't say that and sit around and not do anything. We have to put it. Sometimes we have to put other folks, you know, to the test and put their feet to the fire and say, hey, you know what? You went to Congress, you represented, you know, right. these nine to 10 parishes from the Archdiocese of Chicago. What what are we going to do now? So now when, when once we come back from Congress, like, how do we move forward? What are we going to do to move forward? You know, we need to hold each other accountable. Absolutely. That's why we do everything that we do. We do it publicly. When people get married, what do we do? We do it publicly. It's a public statement. It's a public promise. When we baptize babies, we're as a community, we say that we are going to, you know, um, support these families as they help nurture this child. And the same way when we confirm people, we do it publicly. We don't do it. We don't hide it under a lampshade and mm-hmm. pretend, okay, we'll let people know that, oh, yeah, so-and-so was confirmed. <laughs> After the so-and-so fact. So-and-so got married. <laughs> right. You know, we do everything that we do is public. So now, how are we going to prophetically do this publicly and let the world know that we we are about renewal? We're about moving forward. We're about right. moving the church forward into uh, onto on, on another path. Absolutely. Uh, I, if I can speak personally, I've attended two Congresses. Uh, I attended the Congress in 2012 when I was in the seminary, and then 2017 when I was a priest, uh, uh, just ordained about a year at that point. And I can tell you both experiences were powerful ones for me personally. Um, they were good mm-hmm. uh, they, they were good to, to see um, 
the entire Black Catholic Church in, in the United States come together and to pray, you know. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, you know, in 2012, we had about 5,000 people at the Congress. We had about 3,000 people at the one in 2017. Right. You know, and so just even just to be very often in our, even our local locations here in Chicago, yes, you know, we have, while we have strong, thriving congregations, they tend to be smaller than, than other, um, than other ethnic groups. So to, to be able to come and to worship 5,000 strong, 3,000 strong, to, to pray, to worship, to celebrate together, those are uh, really strong and powerful moments. I remember at the Congress of 2017, we had a, a conversation with young adults. And so you were probably from like 21 to 35. And so I was, I think I was 20, right. 27 at the time. And I remember, I remember sitting in that conversation being uniquely, uniquely positioned because I was, I was a young adult myself. I still am a young adult, right. um, but also as a priest, you know, and so being able to, to sit in that conversation and looking at it from that vantage point to say, you know, as a young adult, as a black Catholic young adult, I bring things to the church, but also as a priest, um, I also bring things to the church and I have responsibility. So to be able to, to hear those really impassioned conversations and to see how the Lord was working in and through, you know, the life of these young adults was, I remember, I still, still remember a real powerful grace in, in that moment of the last Congress. And so I look forward to having more opportunities like that in this upcoming Congress where the entire church, um, not just young adults, but uh, are more seasoned sisters and brothers and, uh, you know, our young people and everybody else in between can really have, like, those good, honest conversations so we can just be the people that God wants us to be to, to thrive prophetically. You know, um, in, uh, in in John's gospel, um, Nicodemus, right. you know, expressed his concern, you know, about do we need to, in order to renew, do we need to go back into uh, the womb and, 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 be, and be reborn and of course not. You, right. you can't go back and do that. Right. Um, but um, but we can do our very best to help renew the church um, by becoming disciples of Christ, by engaging and welcoming the stranger, That's... by rebuilding our communities and giving witness to the many blessings that God has graced us with. You know, we are fortunate to have had this experience, although a lot of us went kicking and screaming. Right. Um, so, so I think that the, um, the delegation of Chicago will have a lot to offer, uh, the, the Congress, I, I can't wait to see what this document is going to look like when we present it. And so hopefully I can come back and we'll share what we are planning on sharing with the greater Congress, uh, in July. So we'll have that we should get have that ready probably by February. Great. Um, but um, so certainly we will keep um, the deli- the rest of the black Catholics here in Chicago informed of what, what we're going to say, how we're, we're going to say it, and we're going to say it, we're going to make it plain. Absolutely. And it's going to be great. We're going to fulfill that, that prophecy. Absolutely. So Valerie, I want to take the time. We're, we're coming to the end of our time, but thank you so much for for being the coordinator for uh, Congress 13 here on the local level in Chicago. And thank you for your leadership. Uh, I'm Father Michael Trail, and this has been the Black Catholic Initiative. God bless you, and may God bless the Archdiocese of Chicago.